proper preparation and planning prevents piss poor performance. The guy I mentioned before had zero structure to his day. His day was dictated to him by the panics that he felt in the moment. That prioritizes actions. Because of this, he spent all day firefighting, which meant he never actually looked after himself by doing the things that actually helped him in the long run. So even more, every day was filled with emergencies, like every single day, day in, day out, emergency followed by emergency. Welcome to The Freedom Project, a podcast for those who crave adventure with every fibre of their body. I'm on a mission to bring you absolute freedom. Yes, freedom to do what you want, when you want to, but also freedom from your own limitations. In this podcast, I'm going to be exploring what it takes to live a life full of adventure and freedom. I'll be interviewing adventurers, explorers and business owners who have set their life up to have an abundance of choice. And I'm also going to give you the high performance tips and tricks I teach my adventurepreneur clients to have the kind of life they want and be the type of person they wish they were. So if you're not already, subscribe to the show and settle in for another episode of The Freedom Project. Let's start with the truth. A journey of a thousand miles really does begin with a single step, but that step has got to be in the appropriate direction of travel. And plus it helps if that step covers as much ground as humanly possible. Today, I'm going to show you how to cover as much ground as possible each and every day. Because if you fail to make the most of every single day, you'll end up looking back at yet another year of stagnation and withering in terms of your business. So we're going to cover today how to thrive in the most challenging situations, how to stop wasting time, what to do when positivity will not help you, and finding the right support network. I used to share this house with, I'm going to use entrepreneur in kind of big um, air quotes here, because he taught me everything I needed to know about how not to run a business. I would wake up at like, I'm not boasting here, um, at like five in the morning, eager to be in my process of making that day maximally effective. I'd creep out into the sitting room so I didn't wake anyone else in the house up and usually find him passed out on the sofa kind of a beer by the side of him, a pizza kind of gone a bit manky and half eaten in front of him and his laptop usually open in front of him doing some work. He probably got to sleep three hours before I crept past him and he was about to wake up a few hours later and start self-medicating with caffeine ready for another day of like basically procrastination followed by intense fear-driven work into the wee hours. This is kind of romanticized in the entrepreneurial world, but it's clear this isn't functional. But neither is any kind of behavior where you don't prioritize your body's ability to regenerate. When you allow your body to downregulate, which is like fancy language for basically chill out, you teach it to feel safe. And when your body feels safe, you engage with challenge effectively and with curiosity and this is how you thrive, that engagement with challenge. To make the most of every day, the first thing you have to do is get a body that works for you rather than against you. The next thing this dude failed to adhere to was the old military maxim, proper preparation and planning prevents piss poor performance. The seven P's, proper prep, sorry, let me start again, proper preparation and planning prevents piss poor performance. The guy I mentioned before had zero structure to his day 
his day was dictated to him by the panics that he felt in the moment. That prioritizes actions. Because of this, he spent all day firefighting, which meant he never actually looked after himself by doing the things that actually helped him in the long run. So even more, every day was filled with emergencies, like every single day, day in, day out, emergency followed by emergency. You need enough structure in your days, your weeks and your months to feel certain that you're doing the right thing. A good amount of structure allows you to adapt to any problems that need to be solved quickly while still care, uh, taking care of your future self. And that is the second step to becoming maximally effective each day. Put the appropriate amount of planning and preparation and structure into each day. If you love the podcast and you want to take in all the information in an easier to digest format or you just prefer reading, then head to my website tomfoxley.me and click on the blog link. Here you'll find these podcasts in an easy to digest format as well as descriptions and links that I may suggest in the show. Once more, that's tomfoxley.me. This the other thing this guy did is you can almost hear his inner critic like chiding him and constantly gnawing away at him. Like you look at him and you can see him eaten up by it. And we've all got that inner voice. But if you listen to that inner voice all day, You'd never get anything done. The big fallacy here is that you can actually get rid of it. And in my experience, you can't unless you spend decades living in a cave, but no one wants to do that. But you can turn the volume down. And the reason we don't want to get rid of it entirely as well is because if you didn't listen to it, you wouldn't gain the self-knowledge needed to grow. It's trying to tell you something. It's trying to gift you something. Someone who doesn't make every single day count has a totally different approach to their inner voice to someone who does make every day count. This first person, the one that does make every day count, has learned to no longer be pushed around by it and just turn that volume down that I mentioned. That guy that I I'd mentioned before, he was constantly on the edge, despite having this business that actually did okay financially, like he would leave his financial documents open on his laptop. And I was a young entrepreneur, so I couldn't help but like glance over his shoulder occasionally, especially when he was asleep. Um, and he was doing all right. But he was constantly chided by this emotional inner voice that wasn't helping him what i try and teach my entrepreneurs is the skill set to just witness their inner voice not be bossed around by it and when they develop these skills they learn to have a say over their inner monologue and their stress diminishes and when their stress diminishes they can focus on making each day effective so that's step number three what we're doing there is mastering that inner voice and then finally what we need to do is understand that entrepreneurship is lonely. It's rare you're going to have someone around you that really understands your journey with this unbiased opinion and will give you the feedback that you need. Because of that, it's very common for business owners to get trapped in their own heads with all kinds of problems. They're just surrounded by them. They can't share them. At some point working with me, clients go through the stage where they like verbal diarrhea their problems at me. They just blurt everything out and they offload what's really going on in their heads a thousand problems just spill forward wrapped up in these complicated emotions and fears and hopes and stories and everything going on there through sharing these problems though the adventurepreneur is no longer eaten up by them they're no longer this kind of messy thing you can get your fingers into them almost or get your teeth into them some of the problems that they thought were massive are revealed to be these tiny insignificant things and they can drop them 
and move past them. And some of these emotions that they share are opened up and they're explored and we learn to drop a lot of their own BS stories that they're telling themselves. And finally, some of the emotions that they're ignoring are brought to the surface. And because of that, we can explore those and find what is truly meaningful in them. All of that means that they can, they can finally focus on what's important now rather than having all their kind of mental ram taken up by clutter and stress. So the fourth thing we need to do here is find someone, a coach, a therapist, a fellow entrepreneur, maybe even someone who coaches this kind of stuff to an entrepreneur and use them as your sounding board. You'll begin to restructure your days and get way more shit done. So those four steps on how to make today count, prepare your body for the challenge that it's going to encounter, make, make sure that it's welcoming that on board Two, structure your days. Three, build a better relationship with your inner voice. And four, find a sounding board.